the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. What difference at this point does it make? Oh, shut up. If you've got health insurance, you can keep it. If you like your health care plan, you will keep your plan. If you've got health insurance, you like your doctor, you like your plan, you can keep your doctor, you can keep your plan. I'm as bad as hell, but I'm not going to take this anymore. Welcome to another thrill-packed edition of Unite IE Radio, which these days has come to be known as the uh, Greg and Don Show. Well, uh, partly because our buddy John Hancock uh, got ill earlier in the week. That was serious. He was in the hospital. It was very serious, and uh, he continues to recover from that. And uh, so we want to send our thoughts and prayers out to John that he continues to mend and uh, continues to have a a very productive and successful tax season because one of the things John does is helps people comply with our IRS code, with our tax code. Which is so complicated that uh, the IRS has to tell people that you can't trust what we tell you when you call us on the phone because our people are... (laughs) can't understand it either well that's exactly right and you know that's one of the reasons i said if 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 uh you know if paul had gotten to the point to where you know we are right now i would i would vote for uh for him specifically on the premise that he wanted to take a chainsaw to the tax code that to me is one of the biggest drags on our economy one of the biggest problems facing America is every year having to comply with this arcane clustered, you know, tax code that, you know, you need to hire somebody for. Right. And uh, there was even a, there was a test done some years ago that I read about, and they, they picked a complicated tax problem situation, and they put it by profession, tax professionals, CPAs, tax attorneys, and they didn't agree on what the right amount was, how much this family... Owed. It's that complicated. So you have a situation with the high marginal rates discourage work savings and investment. The compliance costs, last figure I said, $300 billion per year, not right. in taxes, but in the cost sure. of complying with the taxes. Every, every major corporation, whether they're public or private, how much of their overhead gets gobbled up by having to hire accounting firms legal firms to deal with the you know these extraordinarily complicated issues uh anywhere from corporate assets real estate to you know just their own income and expensing let alone uh you know John Q public having to figure it all out and american americans spend more than 6 billion hours per year filling out their tax returns yeah. So for that for that premise alone, if if he had made it to this point, I would I would have been willing to pull the trigger for him, Senator Paul, in order to get rid of the intern and, and reduce it to a postcard, you know, here's your income, here's your uh tax, send it off. All these days, maybe we shouldn't say pull the trigger, maybe we should say pull the uh, lever. lever. Yes. I know, right? <laughs> well, this is, speaking of the uh, presidential cycle, this is really getting uh, this is really getting tough to 
to make I went on a rant earlier this week on the Jen and Don show because we are this this election has turned into a soap opera. It's turned into a soap opera because the headlines coming out of the GOP are, you know, who published whose picture of whose wife and whether or not this gal had gotten assaulted, you know, at a uh, Trump campaign event and whether Corey Lewandowski should be brought up on assault charges and how that was handled. And is that indicative of a Trump, you know, a Trump presidency? I mean, this has gotten so ridiculous. We have turned this GOP presidential election cycle into a circular firing squad, and we've taken our eye off the ball. The real evil in this country, which we're going to talk about in our show, variety of different things that have come up over the last week, the real evil in this country is dodging the proverbial bullet. We should be focusing on Hillary. We should be focusing on the failed policies of the Obama administration. We should be focusing on the differences, the concrete, real differences between the far left and a conservative worldview. Well, absolutely. And uh, while those these other things do come up and the Lewandowski matter Watch the video yourself and decide whether you think criminal charges were appropriate there. Because if they are, there's all sorts of situations where a politician or celebrity is surrounded by the jostle of either supporters, fans, or reporters, and people are bumping and bumping and bumping. It would just be one, there'd be constant assault charges if I know. Every, every time there's contact in that situation, there is a, there's a criminal charge. And what's come out is that the prosecutor in that county of Florida is a Hillary Clinton supporter. Right. I'm sure it has nothing to do with the fact they filed charges. Well, charges are one thing. And then the other thing is, is that the prosecutor has to determine whether the case is, you know, warrants the use of public assets in order to prosecute it. I got to believe that this particular county in Florida has got more important fish to fry than Corey Lewandowski. Absolutely. I mean, it would be better if he didn't grab the reporter. Of course, but her account of it. Initial kind of was also false. She said she was dragged to the oh, ground, and that's that's clearly false by the video. Yeah, and it's interesting. You can go to Mark Dice's Facebook page. Apparently, Mark Dice, when he was covering a protest, uh, a Bilderberger protest back in 2012, when she was working for Fox at the time, she came to the protest in order to file a report. You know, gather some. And apparently in her report, she talks about Mark Dice being an aggressive reporter. And I can't remember the word he used, but he didn't use the word assault. But he talks about how she reflected on his approach. And he was very civil. He was just asking her questions about why she's there. What does she think? And she turned it around into this egregious matter. And so, you know, she is partially to, you know, to blame for this. Well. Now that we solved that very impre- important pressing And here I didn't problem. even want to talk about it. You know, it's like this is soap opera. And what do we end up doing? We end up talking about it. About, I, I want to come back. And there's a point about Donald Trump and the, and the wives. Yeah, that's, you know, you, that's, there's a lot more important issues. But there's an important point about Donald Trump. Ted Cruz supporters started it. They started attacking and demeaning his wife. Glenn Beck, his prominent supporter, said that that uh, Melania had done lesbian porno pictures. <laughs> that uh, this this pack that was supporting uh, Trump, uh, Cruz in in Utah, ran this picture of she had done as a model. She was lying nude on a bed, but everything was covered that needed needed to be covered. And they said, "Well, you know, this is the kind of woman that you want as your first lady." Donald Trump responded. 
Ted Cruz and his supporters are no longer talking about Melania Trump. Just like when Hillary Clinton brought up, you know, Donald Trump war on women, brought that out. Donald Trump took Bill Clinton and smacked Hillary Clinton over the head with him, and she changed the subject. Donald Trump is unique in his ability to do that and his willingness to do that. And he changed the subject on a very interesting exchange between he and Chris Matthews this week on the topic of abortion. We're going to get into that after the break because we just sufficiently used the whole break talking about something I didn't want to talk about anymore. (laughs) All right. Time for a word from Ed Hoffman of Wholesale Capital Corporation, sponsor of this half of Unite IE Radio, the place to go for your real estate lending needs, both residential and commercial. More with who know, who the heck knows what after this message. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman, president of Wholesale Capital Corporation, your local direct mortgage lenders. It's all but certain now that we are about to see interest rates begin to rise after several years of being spoiled with historically low interest rates. But don't panic. It's not the end of the world. What it does mean is that if you've been thinking about the purchase of a new home, the purchase of a vacation home or investment property, or if you don't want to buy but you need to refinance the home, you have to lower the rate, remove the mortgage insurance, or to pull out cash to pay higher interest, higher payment, credit cards, auto loans, or student loan debt. Or if you're a senior and have been considering looking into that reverse mortgage thing that everyone seems to be talking about lately, then call me toll-free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. I'll run the numbers for you and let you know what all your options are, the pros and cons of each one, and help you steer towards a decision that makes the most sense for you and your family. Once again, the number is 855-640-2020, or get me on the web at wccloans.com. And listen to my show, The Main Event, Saturdays at 9.30 a.m. and 9 o'clock p.m. and Sundays at 4 o'clock, right here on AM 590, The Answer. AM 590, The Answer. Let's get it started. Let's get it started. Let's get it started. Welcome back to the United Inland Empire Radio Program, where we dedicate this program to the most important political office in the country, that of private citizen. That's you listening to this program. I know many of you out there that listen to our program are part of the activist network here in the Inland Empire, but those of you that aren't yet, you got to get engaged, you got to get involved. Otherwise, this republic is headed towards a precipice, a cliff. And that's really becoming evident, I think, in this presidential election cycle as we knuckle under to these sound bites. But there was an important exchange, I think, that happened uh, in uh, this week when Donald Trump entered the hardball zone. Yeah, there is no there is no more important issue or more there's higher no higher sacrament in the Church of Liberalism than abortion. You, re- I really think so because it embodies everything that they do. So, so here we have. Donald Trump, who gets uh, uh, into the hardball zone, and the topic turns to uh, abortion. Let's hear. Let's hear part of this exchange, and then we'll stop it and comment on the way through. I've never understood the pro-life position. Well, I never understood because I understand principle. It's human life as people see it. Well, what crime? Well, what crime is it? Well, it's human life. No, should the woman be punished for having an abortion? Uh, Look. Uh, and this uh, is not something you can dodge. It's a, if no, you no, say it's, it's abortion not, is a not, crime or abortion is murder, you have to deal with it under the law. Should abortion be punished? Well, people in certain parts of the Republican Party and conservative Republicans would say, yes, they should be punished. How about you? Uh, I would say that it's a very serious problem. And it's a problem that we have to decide on. Uh, it's, it's very but hard. But you're I mean, forbidding are you gonna it. Say, well, wait, are you going to say put them in? 
in jail? Is that well, the no, what I'm asking you? Because you say you want to ban it. What's that I, I mean? Would, I am against, I am pro-life, yes. What is ban, how do you ban abortion? How do you actually do it? Well, you know, you'll go back to a, a position like they had where people will perhaps go to illegal places. Yeah. But you have to ban it. I'm you against, ban it and they go to somebody who, who flunked out of medical way, school. Ca- are you Catholic? Yes, I think. I, I and how do you at, feel about the Catholic Church's well, position? I accept the teaching authority of my church on moral know, but, issues. But do you know their position on abortion? Yes, I do. And do you concur with that position? I concur with their moral position, but legally, I, know, I get but, to the but, question. Here's my problem no, with No, no, but let me ask you, but what do you say about... It's not funny. Your church. Yeah, it's really not a funny thing. What do you say about your church? They're very, very strong. They're allowed to, but the churches make their moral judgments, but you running for president of the United States will be chief executive of the United States. Do you believe, no, but, in, pun- but you're, do you you're, believe in punishment for abortion? Yes or no, as a principle? Uh, the answer is that there has to be some form of punishment. For the woman. So right then and there... <laughs> <laughs> that, that's a that's a trap that uh, Donald MS, Trump walks into the trap. MSMs have tried to get Republicans to say that uh, for a long time, and that, to try to turn the abortion question into: Do you want to push? Do you want to protect unborn children versus do you want to put women in jail? So that's a, that's a, that's a common trick that the MSMs have used, and Donald Trump uh, gave a probably an unwise answer. Although, if anything is going to be illegal, be it speeding, parking when you, when you shouldn't where you shouldn't be parking not paying your taxes, murder, bank robbery, or anything anything in between, if you're going to have a law, there has to be consequences for right. violating the law. You do. And, and, and the problem here is, is that along with this abortion issue, which, you know, a lot of people will, you know, drag back to Roe versus Wade, okay, Roe v. Wade, the, the genie was already out of the bottle when you begin to denigrate or question whether or not life begins at conception or some other point. So there was a moral failure in society that took us to that point where all of a sudden the bigger question becomes, is life, when does life begin? And the question of what is life? So in order for this to become, in order to get to the position that Donald Trump just articulated, does, does, uh, abortion become a criminal offense you've got to reinstill first the culture of what is abortion you got to re- you got to drag it back out of this dark place before i think you can actually make it Ill- cuz if you make it illegal if you start off making it illegal without addressing the position that our culture is in first that's when you're going to begin to have problems this is one abortion is one and protecting unborn children is one of the few areas in the culture where we're winning. You have 70% plus support banning abortion in third trimester, a majority in second trimester. So this is the one issue in the culture, it seems to me, that we're actually winning on, and Republicans often run away from that. Now, I would say, if I was was asked the question, I would say that like illegal drug dealing or other kinds of, of illegal activity, we punish the provider much more severely than we punish the user. And my goal is to protect unborn children rather than putting putting women in jail. So that's how I would have answered the question and tried to and, and avoided the trap. And I just would have said, that's my answer, Mr. Matthews. Next question. Well, I, I, you know, I'll, I'll stand at the head of your campaign committee when you're ready to run for president. <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, this is this is part of now. One thing that happened after this, though, which I think speaks to you know, sort of Donald, one of Donald Trump's skills is he turns it right around on 
uh, Chris Matthews and begins to go after Chris Matthews for his moral versus his civil position. Let's hear that piece of this. It has to be some form. Ten cents, ten say, years. I don't what? know. That I don't know. That well, why I don't not? Know. I don't know. You take positions and everything else. I Frankly, I do take positions and everything else. It's a very complicated position. But you say bluntly you're pro-life, oh, meaning you want to ban it. But the Catholic Church is pro-life. No, let's not talk about my religion. But no, no. I am talking about your religion. Your religion. I mean, you say you're a very good Catholic. I didn't say very good. I said I'm a Catholic. What? And secondly, Let me ask I'm you asking, this. you're running no, for no. president, I'm not. Chris, I'm asking you, Chris, what should a woman face no, no, if she chooses I, I to have I'm an abortion? I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to play that game. You, game? You have... You, you said you're pro-life. You have... I am pro-life. That means banning abortion. And so is the Catholic Church pro-life. But they What's don't the control the... This is in Spain. What we don't is, control... The, the church doesn't control the government. What is the punishment under the Catholic Church? What is the punishment? Let me, let me give you something for the New Testament. Render unto Caesar the things that are Caesar's and to God the things that are God's. Don't ask me about my religion. No, no. I'm asking you. You want to be president of the me, you I, tell me what the law should be. Uh, Just I, tell me what the law I should be. You say you're pro-life. I have. I am pro-life. What's that with mean? With exceptions, I am pro-life. I have not determined what the punishment would. Why not? Because I haven't determined. Well, when it. you decide to be pro-life, you should have thought of it. Because no, I, you could ask anybody. Well, yeah, here's the problem. And they here's determined. my problem with this. If you don't have a punishment for abortion, I don't believe in it. Of course, people are going to find a way to have an abortion. You They'll don't believe in like, what? You don't believe in what? I don't believe in punishing anybody for having an abortion. Okay, fine. Okay, that's of course fine. not. And I think it's a woman's choice. So you're against your, the teachings of your church. I, th- I believe I have a, a view and a moral view, but I believe we live in a free country, and I don't want to live in a country so fascistic that it can stop a person from making that decision. But then you. I saw that point. I want to, that's, that's what I wanted to comment on. Before 1973 and when the U.S. Supreme Court invented out of whole cloth a constitutional right to abortion, then whether abortion was illegal or illegal under what circumstances was a matter of state law. And that's how it had been since the founding of the country. Those type of issues were reserved to the states. So what Matthews is saying is before that time when some states had abortion illegal, in some states there are probably times when most or all the states had abortion illegal, that America was a fascistic country because abortion was illegal. And I find I reject that position, And but that's what he said, is, is unless abortion is, is legal on demand, that's fascism. And that's ridiculous. Well, here's another thing, too, because Chris Matthews goes to this render unto Caesar, which is Caesar's and to God, which is God's. Chris Matthews does not acknowledge that life begins at, at conception, because if you do, if you, rend, if, you, if you acknowledge life begins at exception, then you have to render under God, which is God's, and God's domain is life. Right, and and here's here's what his dichotomy is: is he accepts the moral teaching of the Catholic Church that human life begins at conception. So he Matthews is willing to allow legally the unrestricted killing of human beings before they're born because he accepts the moral position of his church. Absolutely, that unborn children are human beings. Yeah, he's got a, he's got a quandary, but then he tries to get back to this thing of government versus religion, and this is the problem that we have right now: is is that you know the the greater problem is is that the church, be it evangelistic, Catholic, Lutheran, Protestant, Episcopal, the church has given up the town square as a place that their activities don't belong. The church has walked away from in, from inserting its moral guideposts in the civic conversation. They've left it vacant. And when you do that, you end up with a country whose moral rudder has, you know, there's no captain any longer standing at the wheel of the ship, guiding the ship according to a moral compass. 
And when that happens, you end up with a country, and we're going to be talking about this, whose university systems no longer, you know, uh, I mean, I mean, there's there's no morality in university when you have communist and Marxist professors that are defying the precepts of things like the First Amendment. We have a problem, and that's the kind of that's the kind of compass that our kids are graduating from college from. We got to take a break real quick. We'll be back with more of the Unite IE program after a word from Ed Hoffman of Wholesale Capital Corporation, our sponsor, and the place to go for your real estate lending needs, residential and commercial. More with again, who the heck knows what after this message. Hi, this is Ed Hoffman, President of Wholesale Capital Corporation, your local direct mortgage lenders. It's all but certain now that we are about to see interest rates begin to rise after several years of being spoiled with historically low interest rates. But don't panic. It's not the end of the world. What it does mean is that if you've been thinking about the purchase of a new home, the purchase of a vacation home or investment property, or if you don't want to buy but you need to refinance the home, you have to lower the rate, remove the mortgage insurance, or to pull out cash to pay higher interest, higher payment, credit cards, auto loans, or student loan debt. Or if you're a senior and have been considering looking into that reverse mortgage thing that everyone seems to be talking about lately, then call me toll-free at 855-640-2020. That's 855-640-2020. I'll run the numbers for you and let you know what all your options are, the pros and cons of each one, and help you steer towards a decision that makes the most sense for you and your family. Once again, the number is 855-640-2020, or get me on the web at wccloans.com. And listen to my show, The Main Event, Saturdays at 9.30 a.m. and 9 o'clock p.m., and Sundays at 4 o'clock, right here on AM590, The Answer. AM590, The Answer. Welcome back to the United Inland Empire radio program, which is the most important political office we advocate in the country is you, our listener, the private citizen who was who the Constitutional Republic was built for. And did I mention that we are the number one conservative political talk show in our market in our time segment? That's right. Right now. You're it. You're listening to it. You're part of it. The Unite IE website, UniteIE.com, is filled with information about the groups that are leading the effort around the Inland Empire to bring conservative values and conservative concepts back to local and state government. You can go to that website, click on the calendar of meetings and events, and look up what's coming up. And we encourage you to go to these meetings and become part of the uh, part, part of the response that we're orchestrating. The M- Mountain View Republican Club 530 has their meeting, uh, and they always have great speakers, Greg. They meet on the uh, fourth Monday of the month. So that's coming up uh, on the, ah, I'm blowing it. So later on in April, we'll, we'll, we'll hear from them. But this first week, we want to draw attention to the Redlands Tea Party Patriots meeting where we're going to have Aubrey Betancourt, who we had on our show it was last week or the week before on the changing, taking the the money from the high-speed rail boondoggle and spending it on water projects that actually deliver water to the people. And Tim Donnelly will be at our uh, at our at our meeting. He's running for Congress in the eighth district, and he's a great conservative leader. He might be a little too radical for your taste, Don, but um, I sure want to send him back to Washington. I think uh, think Tim Donnelly does a great job of organizing and orchestrating the uh, movement on the ground, conservatives. He did a great job of you know, uniting the conservative base in California during his gubernatorial election, and uh, it was it was wonderful. You know, we talk about the Constitution a lot, and in order to really understand what the Constitution does for us, what our 
uh, government is what rights are supposed to be protected by the government. Uh, Doug Gibbs gives a great class every month, every Tuesday night uh, in Corona and every Thursday night in Temecula. And he also has another class that he gives, uh, which is out of the Marietta. But you can find the locations and the times on our calendar for the Constitution class that's given by Doug Gibbs. He's written a couple of books on the Constitution. He does a great job of educating people uh, on that. And then Saturday night is the monthly Act for America meeting that you can go to in Corona. And we always talk about you know the issues that pertain to both the cultural as well as the uh, violent jihad of of Islam, the cultural jihad which we're dealing with here in this country, and and these are not just dry meetings where you're going to hear some speaker drone on. They're interesting speakers, but you get more important than that. You'll connect with fellow conservatives. You'll have a good time. You'll make friends there, and that's a side benefit of getting involved in the process. That's right. So every week, every virtually almost every day, you can find a meeting. We're going to get more into the. The, the problems that are facing our county and our culture and our country after the break. Stick with us on the Unite Inland Empire radio program. I'll keep my freedom. I'll keep my guns. Try to keep my money and my religion too. Try to keep on working. Try to keep on smiling. I will keep I watch the news and have to wonder if this country's going crazy. Welcome back to the United Inland Empire radio program. My name is Don Dix, the leader of the Act for America chapter in Corona. And as always, joined by my co-host, Greg Britton, who is the on the Redlands Tea Party Patriots cabinet, a local attorney. Great guy to go see if you need to, uh, you know, do a hostile takeover of your company. Or your political group. <laughs> or your political group. You know, nowhere do we continue to see the problems that America is facing begin its its incubation than on the university campus. And this past week, we had a real interesting glimpse into the problems facing us in this area. A Jesuit university uh, professor... Uh, well, actually, the, the university has moved to fire a conservative presser, professor over his political reviews, speaking specifically. This is Marquette University, and they've, uh, they're moving to suspend and then fire Professor John McAdams for backing a student who tried to defend man-woman marriage when a leftist teaching assistant tried to shut the student down. Right, so... At a Catholic university, the teacher there said that you cannot even discuss Catholic doctrine in in my class. And McAdams then said, that's wrong. You should be able to discuss that. Right. You can agree. You can disagree. You can debate that issue. But certainly that should be a legitimate uh, subject for discussion. So now we're, we're hearing about something that happened back in the fall of 2014. A junior faculty member named Cheryl, I think it's Abby. 
uh, told a student who secretly recorded this exchange that his defense of man-woman marriage was an unacceptable topic in her ethics class and compared his views to racism. She said, you can have whatever opinions you want, but I can tell you right now in this class, homophobic comments, racist comments, and sexist comments will not be tolerated. And then she told the student he should drop the class. So what ended up happening is is that Professor McAdams has a, apparently a very popular blog. She outed he outed the incident and charged the teaching assistant with using a tactic typical among liberals now. Opinions with which they disagree are not merely wrong. They are not to be argued against on their merits, but are deemed offensive and need to be shut up. So this is what he says on his blog. And we see so much of that when we just recently, uh, Ben Shapiro went to university and they tried to shut him down, not debate him, not argue with him, uh, shut down his speech. And the university first said no, then they ultimately relented, but they let the protesters block the entrance to the facility. And of course, they would never do that if a liberal was speaking and conservatives were trying to block the entrance to the facility. So in this case, a firestorm ensued. It pitted the academic freedom of McAdams against the leftist pieties of the officially Catholic institution, which is really bizarre. You would think a Catholic institution would stand up for marriage, man, you know, traditional marriage, as we uh, will still call it. And now the teaching assistant, you know, back when this when this all arose, the teaching assistant is said to have gotten mean emails, uh, though she was hailed as a liberal hero. She went on to a tenure track position at another university, and that's when McAdams was brought up on charges. So it was announced this week that a diverse faculty committee recommended to the university president that McAdams be suspended without pay from April 1st through the fall of 2016 and that he loses job unless he, listen to this, unless he admits guilt and apologized within the next two weeks. So now this guy, for stating his opinion on his blog, has to admit guilt and apologize for his opinion. So it's, it's like in a communist country. They send you to re-education camp, and then you have to confess your sins against the state. I was wrong. I, I, I said this. I believe this. And that's, ex- that's exactly that situation. And McAdams is going to sue. Say, well, that, well, Marquette is a private university and not subject to the First Amendment by their own statutes and internal rules. They grant academic freedom, so he's going to sue them for violating their own rules and procedures, and he may ultimately win, but but here's the point. The message is to everyone else, you better shut up. So if you have a family to support, you you have children to support, or they're in college, you're trying to put them through college, you have a mortgage, yeah, you can speak out and maybe you'll win your lawsuit, but you you, you run that risk. So the safer course of action, and this is the message is... It's just shut up. It's just to be quiet because exactly, even if this guy, uh, even if this professor, John McAdams, prevails in this, he will have been uh, convicted in the court of public opinion. His name is now out, now out there. He'll be a target uh, for this for the future. And everything that he has to go through in order to prove his innocence, in order to validate his position, in order to 
you know, walk all this back, he's got a nightmare to go through. We saw the same thing with Professor James Enstrom at UCLA. We had him on the show a while back where he challenged the Air Resources Board data on particulate pollution. Okay, you have a scientific debate. They say something. Here's my paper. Here's my data. Here's my information. Here's my analysis. That's how the scientific process is supposed to work. Instead, UCLA fired him. He sued, won a partial victory, got some compensation. But again, the message is... Don't you shut up. Don't challenge orthodoxy on important these important liberal issues of supporting the Air Resources Board's uh, draconian regulations on the subject. So now this guy has been suspended after criticizing his fellow lecturer uh, for, for refusing to allow this same-sex marriage con- uh, conversation to be debated in class. This suspension will extend indefinitely, apparently, unless McAdams admits his guilt within two weeks. So now he's got a he's got a he's got a legal battle on his hands. There's lots of situations like this. The Atlanta fire chief published a book outside of his duties, right. duties about uh, Christian marriage and was opposing homosexual marriage or homosexual conduct as immoral as stated in the Bible, and he was fired. He's also suing, and of course the city of Atlanta is subject to the First Amendment. But again, this is what he has to go through to express himself, to exercise his First Amendment rights. And a lot of people are going to be deterred. I'll, just, I'll take I deterred. I will take the safer course of action. I will just shut up and protect my job. And he, uh, Professor McAdams concludes, like the rest of academia, Marquette is less and less a real university. And that's exactly this is this is a it could be the poster child for what's happening in universities all over the country. And it can't be said this is a Catholic university. And so what the student was was prohibited from talking about is Catholic doctrine at a Catholic university. So not only do they refute Catholic doctrine at a Catholic university, the teachers do, the, the liberal professors do. But other professors and the students can't even mention it. And that's the status of things on on American universities. And that's what parents and grandparents and students, that's what you're paying $50,000, $100,000 a year for. So speaking to campus reform, McAdams has said he has no intention of complying with the university's demands that he apologize. So we'll just uh, continue to watch this case because, you know, the professor standing his ground as he should. Uh, this is going to become a big issue. And uh, like so many others that we are seeing. Uh, how many of us, how many of us would risk our job over this, how many of us would would knuckle under and apologize in order to keep our job? My hat is off to Professor McAdams. Absolutely, this is the question that conservatives everywhere really need to grapple with because this is what it's coming to. You know your your principles as a citizen, your your faith, your morals as a person of faith are being attacked at every turn. And unless you get busy standing up in defense of your conscience, we are witnessing the fundamental transformation of the country before our eyes. That's it. You're living through it. What kind of country do you want to hand off to your children and your grandchildren? This, this is the Unite IE radio program. We'll be back with more. I think we're going to turn the conversation over to uh, the, the, the perils of Hillary Clinton's email server after this break. From All-Star Collision. The place to go if you have an accident because they are truly the kings of rock and roll. When you're on an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need 
is All Star. For over 20 years, All Star Collision in Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. They offer free pickup and delivery, free estimates, and they're approved by all major insurance companies. They repair aluminum and fiberglass bodies with computerized frame straightening to get your car or truck back to factory spec perfection. You'll have your vehicle back fast and in showroom condition, safety checked, washed and detailed, fluids topped off with a lifetime warranty on paint and repairs. So exercise your freedom of choice and call All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll, at 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. 951-279-9161. All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. AM590. The answer. This is Senator Mike Morrell asking you to tune in to Unite IE Radio every Saturday at 4 o'clock on AM 590, The Answer. Welcome back to Unite IE Radio, the radio show for the most important political office, that of the private citizen. And having kicked around Donald Trump and uh, the Constitution, we're now going to talk about the Queen. <laughs> yeah, and she is uh, you know, getting very, very close to the point where she's going to be brought in to you know, and and there's an important point about this you do not, she's being saved for last well and if if they were see if they, were, if they had nothing they wouldn't they might not even bother to interview her but if they're if they're going to recommend if the FBI is going to recommend criminal charges then you would expect them to give an opportunity to the prospective defendant okay tell us your story Tell us why you sh- we shouldn't proceed with this, and that's that's commonly done. Yeah, the, the the it's important to note most investigations will interview the target of that investigation last, and that appears to be uh, where this is shaping up. Now, normally in the situation, if you if you are representing a, a client in the situation, you tell them take the Fifth Amendment, right? Unless you thought you could really sell the case of of. Uh, that they shouldn't bring the criminal charges. But, of course, in her case, if she t- went in there and took the Fifth Amendment, and, of course, that will leak, that would be enormously damaging to her position because most people would assume, well, she's guilty. Right. Well, she is guilty. She is a Clinton. That's presumptive. But uh, it, it, even in, you would normally want to take, tell your client to take the Fifth Amendment. But here, they, here she, she can't do that. Right. So, you know, the, the real meat of this started when Brian Pagliano... Uh, was a, who is a key witness in the investigation into her use of a private server, struck uh, this immunity deal with the Justice Department. Um, and apparently he's been singing. Now, an intelligence source had told Fox News that he has uh, told the FBI a range of details about how her personal email system was set up and maintained. Um, so the source is describing Pagliano as a devastating, uh, you know, witness. Uh, he's pivotal, uh, perhaps the pivotal key to this uh, whole Clinton server issue and uh, what's being done through it and by, what was being done through it and by whom. And it was also interesting, according to reports this week, that uh, FBI Director Comey himself is personally going to conduct the interview. Now, that is unusual, and I'm not sure what that means. Is that serious, that he's personally heading the investigation, or is it uh, a political, okay, I'll, I'll talk to her, and then, okay, yep, you, you sold me, Hillary, I'll, you know, we're not going to press charges. 
I'm not sure which um, which it means. You know, her defense all along has been that she neither sent nor received anything marked classified at the time. And this is more Clintonian type parsing uh, documents that are classified, confidential, secret or top secret. Further, in January of 2009, she signed a classified information non-disclosure agreement indicating that she understood classified information could be marked or unmarked and that it included verbal communications. Right. There's also an email from her or her staff because they wanted to get some they want to get something sent to her that says if you can't send it under a classified system, strip the headings and send it to us anyways. So Furthermore, if you remember when she first addressed this publicly, when, when the original story was there was no classified information on the server. And of course, we now know that was false. She says, I know the classification system. So this is not something that, well, maybe it's, it's, a, it's, it's a low-level stuff. There was top secret information and another category called uh, special, special project or special needs information, right. which is even beyond top secret that you wouldn't understand. Gee, Aren't these spy satellites or these uh, intelligent interceptors? Shouldn't these be classified? And and the people who are doing the investigating don't even have a, cl- a clearance high enough to be able to look at the emails themselves. That's that's the ironic thing. Now this is a dual track. This there there are two issues here. Um, first, the FBI and two Senate committees are still looking into her possible mishandling of classified material. But secondly, they're also examining the possible violations of public corruption laws involving the. Co- mingling of her work at the State Department with the Clinton Foundation operations. And, you know, there are judges who have continued to rule on several lawsuits involving the State Department in these FOIA requests. There's probably even legal jeopardy that surrounds her on this. Oh, there is. And the the politicians have been convicted of of corruption on far less than what we see with the Clinton Foundation, of money coming into that, speaking fees for for Bill Clinton, and then these same people have business before the government. Uh, One of the most worst examples is when this Russian group wanted to purchase uh, uh, America's uranium supply. Right, right. So they're they're making these large contributions to the foundation. They're giving Bill Clinton's, as I recall, $600,000 to come to Moscow and make a 20-minute speech. And, of course, I'm sure they really wanted to hear what Bill Clinton had to say. And at the same time, they're seeking approval for their uranium deal. You know, the biggest problem with this whole thing is the timeline because – uh, the calendar is really setting up to be a problem for the FBI and the DOJ. The longer the investigation goes, the more manageable it becomes for the Clinton campaign because an impending nomination is really one of her greatest weapons. What happens if she gets the nomination from the Democratic Party and then this comes down? Don't you think that that if uh, before she gets the nomination – that's the prime real estate timeline for her to for the FBI to move on this. Well, the, the Democrat convention is not till either July or August of this year. It's after the Republican. So it's going to have to happen. Convention. We're we're looking at this literally happening sometime in May, uh, possibly the beginning of June, um, because they still have to interview her top aides and then they have to interview her. Because I don't think they've interviewed the top aides yet. No, no, they, they haven't. And. Uh, Another peril for her in all this is just making a false statement. Martha Stewart, 
was was being investigated for insider trading. They never prosecuted her for insider trading, but right. she was convicted and sent to prison when she made a false statement to the FBI when they interviewed her. So if, she, if, she's, so if Hillary Clinton, and we know Hillary Clinton's reputation for she, telling she, the truth. She may not know what they know. So if she answers a question that they already know the answer to and she answers it incorrectly, mm-hmm. gotcha. Which is why I said before, and normally in this situation, you tell your client to take the Fifth Amendment and, and say nothing. And then if there's charges brought, you will then see all of the evidence before your client may say word one about it. Right. But of course, so, you can't do that. So you, what do you, where do you stack the probability of a Fifth Amendment uh, plea on her part right now? Uh, next to zero because that that would uh, that, that would be enormously damaging to her campaign. And there's one other thing. There's a federal statute that says merely concealing government records, right? Which never, she did. Never, never mind uh, classified or not classified. Just concealing them, which she did. They kept them on her server. They were not available for congressional subpoenas. Not available for FOIA requests until two years. After she left office, that's a clear violation of this statute. And one of the penalties of this statute, aside from going to prison, is a lifetime prohibition on holding federal office. And let, wow, let's not forget this. How was it that all of these emails were discovered in the first place? Well, the story came out in the New York Times, and it is widely believed that the leak came from someone in the Obama administration, a.k.a. Valerie Jarrett. Well, I, I contend that it was the Obama uh, that, that was the uh, Benghazi special committee select committee that actually forced the unearthing of all of these emails because they had subpoena power, unlike any other congressional subcommittee that was looking into this. And as they started subpoenaing records, it's then that the awareness of this private email server began to bubble up. And so I think I think that the Benghazi Special Select Committee is really the source of of this uh, revelation. Possible. Um, we will see what happens uh, to the to the Queen. I mean, from any legalistic, from any legal perspective, any rational perspective, any fairness perspective, she violated the law and should be charged. But this will be a political decision by the Obama regime whether or not it's in their interest and the interest of their cause of advancing leftism as to whether to indict her or not indict her. Absolutely. Well, we got one more segment, the most important segment coming up. So stay tuned after this commercial break from All-Star Collision. If you have an accident, that's the place to take your car because they are truly the kings of wreck and roll. When you're on an auto accident, you want quality repairs done as fast as possible. All you need is All-Star. For over 20 years, All-Star Collision and Corona has delivered quality work and customer service with honesty and integrity. They offer free pickup and delivery, free estimates, and they're approved by all major insurance companies. They repair aluminum and fiberglass bodies with computerized frame straightening to get your car or truck back to factory spec perfection. You'll have your vehicle back fast and in showroom condition, safety checked, washed and detailed, fluids topped off with a lifetime warranty on paint and repairs. So exercise your freedom of choice and call All-Star Collision, the kings of wreck and roll at 951-279-9161. Mention AM590 and get a free rental car for up to five days or $100 off your repairs. 951-279-9161. All-Star Collision. 951-279-9161. AM590. The answer. Let's get it started. Let's get it started. Yeah. Let's get it started. 
Welcome back to the United Inland Empire radio program, where it is the most important political office of the country that is the focus of our show. That's you, our listener. Final thoughts, Greg. What do you think is coming out of this? Uh, you know, where, where are we headed into this convention? Well, certainly the establishment is doing everything they can. I've, I've never seen such an attempted gang tackle of a, of a political figure by all sides, from the Democrats to the media to the conservatives to the establishment, as has been happening with Donald Trump. Tens of millions of dollars of negative ads. The, virtually the entire conservative punditry class is against him. Most of the, uh, say the Washington establishment, and he's still standing. I mean, he's, you know, whether he's going to get his 1237 delegates is another matter, but uh, he's still standing. He is. And, you know, the one thing that I hope, if, if Donald Trump does come out, and I'm committed to vote for whoever the R is in November— so, and I hope everybody that's out the there... Ration, that's the only rational choice. Right, but I, I'm seeing a lot of people out there that are saying, if Donald Trump's the nominee, I'm not even going to show up to vote. Well, that's a mistake because there's a lot of important down offices. There's a lot of important issues that are going to be on the November ballot. So fine, go vote. Maybe just don't vote for president, but do show up to vote. That's, what, that's one of the things that scares me. Um, but if Donald Trump does end up victorious in November, and we, we, didn't, we don't even have time for the conversation about whether or not Donald Trump can beat Hillary. Uh, polls say that he can't. Um, other other you know, people, other issues show that he will have a difficult time with that. But if he does, I hope he makes good on his promise to burn down Washington. What scares me is his offhanded remark, what are the top three, when Anderson Cooper asked him on that CNN town hall, what are the top three purposes of government? He said, well, security, security, security. But then when pressed, he said national security, education, and what was the health? Health. That is not the answer a conservative would give. I would never give that. I don't think you would give that. That's That kind of stuff is a glimpse into the way his brain operates that scares the heck out of me. Trump is certainly going to be more unpredictable than uh, the other candidates, but I think there's other virtues for him, which is why I personally uh, personally support support him. And it's, 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 it's an absolutely fascinating year, and whether they can see there's an article on Thursday in, in on Breitbart that by Pat Cadell that the establishment may be supporting Trump now. Sorry, supporting Cruz now, only to stop Trump. But they don't, they don't want Cruz either, and they're going to try to get somebody else nominated at a contested convention. And that would be, I think, a disaster for the Republican Party. Absolutely a fascinating time to be involved in being this close, you know, being on the radio, having to look into this, being – you know, this close to it and watching history being made. Folks, the UniteIE.com website is where you can go to connect with groups throughout the Inland Empire that are that are working to make a difference in local government, in state government. You can go there, find out when the groups meet. We've got a calendar. Look those up. Show up. Be a part of the solution. Thanks for listening. We'll be back at 4 o'clock next Saturday with another edition of the Unite IE radio program. Gonna keep our Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.